my name is Hugh, I'm 12 years old and I live in South Wales and I'm going to tell you about my life for fun kids. I live with my mum, my dad, uh, my crazy poodle Daisy and my older brother who I don't always get along with. Uh, we sometimes argue but in the end we love each other although sometimes I do convince him to play Lego with me as he is a master builder. Where I live in Wales, there's a variety of things to do. I mean, there's a thing for everyone, really. There's sports to play, canoeing, kayaking, beaches to visit. There's nice uh, nature trails, which is also really good for photography if you want to capture the scenery. I have some really nice neighbours. They like cooking some food for us on the barbecue and then they hand it over to us over the wall. It's really nice. It's a nice community. It's a caring community. I'm Hugh and I'm going to tell you about my life on Fun Kids. I really love history. It's really interesting and fascinating and uh, how everything that happened in the past affects us and impacts on us today and how they lived back then and their systems. I've been learning about lots of different parts of history, such as the Romans. We've done a little bit of the Victorian times, uh, medieval times and a bit about the world wars. I also have learned a little bit about culture and their beliefs and different types of mythology, like Roman mythology, Greek mythology, and also Norse mythology, um, which is the Vikings. That's their um, culture that they believed in. I also recently went to visit um, the Roman baths with my friend Larry. Have a listen to this. I'm at a swimming pool. But no ordinary swimming pool. This is the Roman Chilean Baths. Or Isca. That's what the Romans called it. Come on, Larry. Let's have a look. I'm with my friend Larry on a day trip. Look what it says in the board. Every fort had its baths. Some had even more than one. They were like modern-day leisure centres. Used by soldiers, their women and their children. Oh yeah, they could hold over 500 people at a time. They must have been really noisy places. Well, not anymore. Come on, let's go. After a cold dip in the Frigidarium, the soldiers would rub their body with oils and then get into the warm hot baths. Then they'd, you know, scrape the oil and sweat from their body with a metal tool called a sturgeon. They would then finish with a cold plunge and perhaps a trip to latrine. That's the toilet. Ah, look at this sponge on a stick. Ugh, disgusting. Okay, uh, so it says here... Okay, so you would use it for wiping your bottom after going to the loo. The Romans had communal toilets and sponges on a stick would lose, like, a loo roll and dunked in vinegar to kill off the germs. Oh, guess what? They shared it. Not only did they, they bathe, but they also played games like gambling, although gambling for money was against the law. If you were caught, you could be fined four times what you could have won. That's a lot of money. Sometimes Roman used gambling counters called rounders. Do you know that they even had fast food in Roman times? The Romans also enjoyed hamburgers, fried meat patties served between slices of bread. What was their favourite sauce? Tomato ketchup? Brown sauce? No, it was something called liquamen. Basically rotten fish guts and pepper. Roman loved its salty taste and used it in almost everything they cooked. Savoury or sweet, 
I'm Hugh and I'm telling you about my life of fun kids. I was telling you how much I love about history. I also love visiting castles with my family. So in Wales, there's loads of castles to visit and you can go inside and explore. There's also lots of events that go on in the castle, like sword fights, or you learn about the medicine they might have used or the food that they ate and where they dined and, and the entertainment that was played to entertain the lord or lady or king of the castle. It's a nice day out for the family. But I think we've probably visited 70-80% of the castles in Wales and um, I'm keen to do all of them. Here's a trip I went on recently. Right, it's the weekend and I'm on a day trip out with my family to Caffrilly Castle. It's one of my favourites. It's the biggest castle in Wales and we've got lots of them. It's a really great example because, you know, it's everything castle should have. A moat, that looks quite deep, towers, a drawbridge and dungeons. I'm walking across the drawbridge and through the gatehouse. The doors of the gatehouse are massive, up to 20 feet high. And above me, murder holes, where they would drop and release nasty things. And to the side, arrow slits, where they would shoot at any attackers trying to invade. Okay, I'm going up the spiral staircase that leads to the tower. It curves clockwise. This is because when the attackers tried to go up the staircase, they would be at a disadvantage because they would struggle to use the sword with their right hand and the defenders would have the advantage. Also, the steps are really small and narrow. This is because in medieval times, they had really small feet. Oh, it's really windy up here. Okay, we're on the castle walls now, just peering through one of the arrow slits. You can see for miles looking at the, the Welsh valleys and mountains. This would definitely allow guards patrolling to easily spot enemies. I'm now in the Great Hall where the Lord and the Lady of the castle would dine and also where the entertainment would be held to entertain the Lord. This Great Hall is 20 metres long, 10 metres wide and 10 metres up in height. And there's a massive echo. Echo! Okay, I'm in the castle toilets now. It's literally just a hole that drops down into the moat. Ugh. I'm Hugh and I'm telling you about my life for fun kids. I'm also deaf in one ear and I'm, I have a hearing aid in the other. It's quite hard being partially deaf as I struggle to listen to music and it's quite hard to distinguish words um, within a song because sometimes they're quite fast. So instead of um, listening to it, I listen to it and I tap out the beat and the rhythm so then I get a feel for the music. And then if I have the lyrics and the music, I can see if the notes go up and down and see how the music goes together and that really helps. I also have difficulties when I'm talking to someone and there's a lot of background noise. So when that happens, I, I usually use an equipment called a Roger pen or a Roger device is what it's called. And the person I'm speaking to wears this and it directly 
puts the sound straight to my hearing aid so I can hear it clearly. It helps dampen the background noise so you can listen directly to the person you're speaking to. Also, I get sometimes if I'm talking to someone and they try and I ask them to repeat it, they might say it doesn't matter. Before I talk to someone, I make sure that they do know that I am deaf in my left ear and sometimes they need to speak. They need to make sure they're clear and they don't mumble their words. I also like to go fossil hunting. Have a listen to this. Do you hear that? That's the ocean. At the moment, I'm on a, on, I'm on a mission to find fossils. Fossils are really interesting because they tell us about the past, they tell us about evolution, they even tell us what the uh, dinosaur species look like. <laughs> Although fossils finding is quite a hard job, I see. <laughs> I'm on the Jurassic Coast searching and digging for fossils or signs of fossils at least. Although at the moment, my luck seems to be low and I'm not finding anything and the tide's just coming. <laughs> I'm just walking back to the car now. The trick is a geological hammer. That's the best way to get fossils because most of the fossils are hidden inside the slate and bits of rock. So I think that's the key. After my fossil search, I did a little bit of research about a famous and well-respected fossil collector and paleontologist. That's the profession of someone who studies fossils. Her name was Mary Anning. And do you know that she actually discovered a fossilized and pretty well-preserved pterodactyl? I mean, how cool is that? Hey just on my way back from the fossil museum and I'm all geared up with my investment in some fossil hunting equipment. Okay, first off, I've got my geology hammer, a small one, but it should fulfill its purpose, and a little microscope lens, which should help me closely inspect and examine my fossil finds. And to complete my set, I've got some safety goggles to protect my eyes. Okay, now off to the beach. Okay, just heading back home now, walking along the seashore in Lyme Regis on my second day of fossil hunting. There's been absolutely loads of ammonites here, but most commonly found in the bigger rocks. So, for that, I'll need a bigger hammer just had my fish and chips on the beach and I'm now listening to the waves and watching the sun go down. It's really peaceful. Hi, this is Hugh and I've been telling you about my life for fun kids. Do you remember I said I like jamming with my brother and dad? Well have a listen to this. I'm in my home recording studio with my brother and dad trying to learn a new song, All the Small Things by Blink182. My brother is on the electric guitar and my dad is on the bass and me singing. Alright, so for the bass notes you want C G and M 
goes here. Just just listen and sing along. verse 1 and pre-chorus together. Let's go! listening today if you enjoyed listening to this program you can hear other kids talking about their life listen to fun kids again next sunday at four o'clock or go to funkidslive.com and listen to the podcast called my life